We are in the festive mood here on the Sports Cubicle as we celebrate, as we rejoice, as we bring in Pee Wee, high school, college, and pro football. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado, and we wanted to celebrate the new season, the kickoff of all football here in the United States. Yes, that football, Paul, not the other type of football. And we wanted to talk about some of our favorite movies, some of our favorite games, some of our favorite athletes, some of our favorite players to wear helmets on the silver screen. We are taking a look at some of the greatest, some of our favorite football movies of all time. And this is a conversation that goes so many different ways, Paul, when you think about the debate, who makes better sports movie? Is it baseball? Is it boxing? Is it football? Heck, even some basketball love every once in a while. You got golf, you got tennis. It is a plethora of amazing content to go through. So we have a little bit of fun on this edition where we're gonna go through some of our favorites. I'm gonna even give a top five list. You can almost call it a recommendation if there are some on the bucket list you haven't gotten a chance to see. But we're gonna start it off with, you know, our one of our favorite things here, a worldly man. You talk about knowing fine cheese and even finer wine. Talk about world traveler. Paul Shavari, what is your favorite football movie? Don't call me a world traveler. I've only been to Canada for like a day. That's Canada's it. Yeah. part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I mean, like I was literally looking at the United States and water falling off of it when I was in Canada. Uh, favorite football movie? Okay, so I have not seen a lot of them, but like, you know, like we're going to go through and talk about yeah. some of these. It's like, yes, I've seen it, but I wouldn't call it the best. And I wouldn't sit here and say my favorite is the best, but I've always liked Necessary Roughness with a Scott Bakula and Sinbad and Kathy Classic. Ireland. Classic. And, you know, early 90s, it's got, like, everything you'd want out of it. Like 91? Kathy, yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. it was 91. Like, of, like even, even all those names I listed, like Bakula, Sinbad, Kathy Ireland, Rob Schneider, um, you know, it was uh, Mike Elizondo. Right or, to you know, say Like, yeah. It's like all like, these people are, yeah. like, they were they were huge in 1991. It's That's like, like the peak of all of their careers <laughs> was right then. So it made for this perfect movie. It's such a dumb thing. It was like, I think the, the plot was essentially uh, the fictional Texas State University was uh, hit with some sanctions or whatever, so they had to like gut the football team. So they pull like Scott Bakula, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you still have college eligibility, uh-huh. son, as he's like in the farm field. And then like the Kathy Ireland's kicking the field kicker, goals or uh-huh. kicking like uh, uh, soccer balls, and like, hey, you should be on the team. And tropes that we've seen later on in movies. Oh, absolutely, you know? tropes that we saw before that sure, too. Fair but enough. but yeah. you know, it's like I, I feel like. That movie has lost its luster over time, and and it's that's not my opinion. Sure. I'm just saying I, I just feel like, um, you know, like it, it it was not that it was super popular in the early '90s, but it was definitely one that like I remember the first time I saw it was like it, it was like the Sunday night movie on NBC sure. or something like that. Yeah. So my parents recorded it, and on Monday I'm running home to see the edited version. I love that. You know, like because there's no way they would have let me see I the love that. you know the go to Blockbuster and go get it. You know, that's a Blockbuster for those of you that are younger than for the, the age of 25. Is a place <laughs> where people would go to get movies instead of uh, the internet. What is a physical movie, Paul? Yeah, what is these a, kids yeah. don't know what a these physical movie VHS's. is. <laughs> so what makes, so obviously you and I, when we talk about movies, a lot of it comes down to we love good dialogue. We love great cinematography. We love great acting, obviously. And some of these movies obviously don't have that. But talking about football movies and what you got from Necessary Roughness, what is something to you that really hits home when it comes to, we, we could... Merchant with football movies, but what is it about sports movies that for you that is what makes it work? Is it the it's always going to be the comedy for me? It's com- okay. I love comedy. So it's like not, a major league, major yeah, league, major league is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like mm-hmm. Bull Durham is my favorite baseball right, movie. Right. You know, so it's like I'll always lean towards the funny 
than I will the but it sentimental. But has to have sport in it, too. There has to be some yeah, sport exactly. in it. Yeah, exactly. Because there's been some, like, Major League 2 is not as good as Major no. League 1, obviously. Major League 3, I won't even bother with. Back to the know? minors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think of, like, a bad, you know, like, uh, sports movie. I think, like, a bad sports movie, I think of, like, The y- the Longest Yard, where the Adam Sandler version. The Adam where Sandler version. Was, I I love the, the original. Reynolds, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. It was made with love. It just wasn't good. Yeah. Because then when you, you watch it. But it got Sandlered, and that yeah. was on purpose. But I you love know? Waterboy. Yeah. And I think Waterboy does a better job of football than necessarily the Longest Yard. See, but see, longest but that's Yard's a Sandler problem and not a football 100%. problem. 100%. But I think the Longest Yard isn't disrespectful to football. It's just not a great movie. It's nothing like the original. 100%. I mean, other than um, Paul Crew is a hot shot quarterback that gets arrested and right. has to put together a prison football team. That's the only similarities. Yeah. And it's and it's not like the Burt Reynolds version is um, really takes itself so serious. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like they don't have like a dude dressing up as a woman. Yeah. You know, like, like Tracy uh, Morgan going crazy. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, just a bunch of different like comedy actors, which. But, but I loved mm-hmm. in the original one, though, where um, like I think they're practicing and and, um, oh, the guy that played uh, Jaws as well as the boss from Happy Gilmore. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like uh-huh. the big dude, you know, yeah. like um, he gets like punched and he's like, oh, he broke my nose. Yes. He's all yeah, like, and yeah. it's like, well, apologize. And the guy apologizes. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, funny moments like that. Think about it, some of the other ones, like Terry Crews is in this movie, Kevin Nash. You have Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh, the even great uh, Billy Romanowski is one of the jerk uh, prison, prison guards. guards yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of great. Um, actors, character actors, side actors, and look at, I'm not gonna, it, that's a great example of sports movies done for the mass audience, for my father, mm-hmm. but then you get to some of these other movies that are on my top five list, so how about this, I'll go into my OILs, yeah, let's, let's hear your football outside movies, looking yeah. out, okay, yeah. so these are the honorable mentions, Jerry Maguire, okay, I love that movie, that's not even a football movie, I know it's, but, it, but because it's such a good movie, good movie that happens to be around the world of football, you do get some of the, the I'm scenes wondering the though if it didn't get best picture noms, how much that, love would it get later, it was, it was a slow Jerry, year, uh, Jerry it was Maguire's a slow right. year though, it lost sure. to the English patient, Tom Cruise is I think phenomenal in that movie though, with the energy of like a, a it's an enjoyable movie, yeah. everyone loved the little kid, you know of course like Renee Zellweger was on the map now, Cuba um, Gooding Jr. killed it, yeah, yeah it was great, yeah, yeah but it's like, show I me the money, I mean like it's it's a football movie, but at the same time, it's not a football. But movie. it's a football. Yeah, right. It's an right. agent movie. Yeah, more than, more a than anything movie. that happens to surround football. But if we're talking about movies like Draft Day and sure, those but Draft Day is like a football movie, even though it's a front office football but this, movie. I feel more if we're gonna you're count, in the team that way though, for yeah. sure. But I feel. If we're going to be on that, not on the field itself, but yeah. it's going to be surrounding the game, I'd rather Jerry Maguire I than the other one. with Draft Day, yeah. too. Like, thanks oh, 100%. To, that's thanks a bad to movie. Madden and Draft Day, every jerk off the street thinks he yeah. can rebuild a football team. He said every jerk off of the street yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can do that. Uh, but uh, Jerry Maguire, mine. School ties. A stat cast, very fun period piece, and then obviously you got like Brendan Fraser and uh, Matt Damon, and just a, a cast. Oh, school of, ties, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see, I never realized that was one until I was looking at the list. I was like, yeah. man, what a like. I remember them. Like, I never saw the movie. I remember it coming out. I didn't yeah. realize Matt Damon was in that cast. Yeah, and he's the bad guy in that movie. He's yeah. like a real big jerk in that movie. Any given Sunday, look, it's it's to me the. It was such a hard try for the entire team behind it. I think it was Oliver Stone trying to make this like gritty movie about football when really it was kind of a precursor to what good gritty look at football would be like. So I really enjoyed it, that it's one. It's great because like Oliver Stone and football crossing paths Just is, is, is good. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I think I think if you told me ahead of time, like, yeah, Oliver Stone's making a football movie, I'd be like, All I'm in. envisioning any yes. given Sunday in yes. my head. And I, I, I loved that movie. I, I thought it was very enjoyable. 
it's been a while since I've seen it. I don't think certain things aged well in it. No, um, exactly. But you know, another killer cast with Lawrence Taylor, Jim Brown. Uh, you can't do uh, an old grizzled veteran athlete without having Dennis Quaid playing. Uh, and, and then Jamie Steve, Fox. Yeah, Steven Willie yeah. Beeman, Jamie Fox. And, yeah. and then Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino Cameron just Diaz. absolutely killed you know, like, I mean, yeah. It's such a great Aaron cast. Aaron Urquhart as the young assistant coach before he became oh, there the, you go, yeah. uh, before he became Two-Face. James and, Woods playing a villain, 100%. which he does so well. The doctor, yeah, it's a great. Uh, Cameron Diaz <laughs> yeah. as the owner. Yeah. I mean, it's a great cast. Uh, and then these are two fun ones. Waterboy, obviously just fun, especially yeah. if we're going to- Silly, stupid. Silly. Yeah. And like- Say what you will about Sandler. Sandler loves sports, so all the silly sports movies, there's still some... He gets some of it. Even his serious sports movies yeah. are good. Like, oh, I would say... Uh, Uncut, Uncut Gems. And, and have yeah. you seen, uh, um, was it The the Hustle or whatever? Yes. The, uh, yeah, the new one. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it goes to show that he at least is a sports fan who knows mm-hmm. a little bit. And finally, this is a totally silly one, but The Replacements. All cast, fun, doesn't take it so serious, but there's enough good football done. Plus, Pat Samaral and John Madden. Yeah. Are the, are the oh, and really Gene Hackman yeah. and Keanu Reeves. Come on, yeah. can't touch it. So, here are my actual top five, Polly. At number five, Little Giants. Okay. Ed O'Neill and Rick Moranis. I could see you The Emancipation really of Puerto Rico. It's one of, it's I, I, I think movie. I was like right in the wheelhouse where I was like right in the demographic yeah. when it was released, but it was like, yeah. I enjoyed it. I was yeah. a little old for it, but it's, I also remember it came out around the time that I started playing like junior football. Actually though. playing, yeah. So kind of like, I'll always kind of think of it that way. Got like, a first it. year playing like peewee football. But I know? hold this with Little Big League uh, and with... Um, uh, the rookie, rookie, rookie yeah. of the year, uh, yeah. not the rookie, but rookie of the year, and all these like, like Air the, Bud. these like '90s had re- like really good kids sports yes, movies, 100%. and that's, that's definitely up there. And like mm. Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill as the brother, yeah, come on. oh yeah. yeah, come on, it's just perfect. The Cowboys and Giants, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the best. And at the time, the Cowboys were like the really the team. like awesome team, yeah. and like the Giants were the up, you know, like it's kind of working their way back. Yeah. Shout out Pokai, Brian Song. Yeah. Made me cry. I watched it in high school. It has, a, obviously, Billy D. Williams and James Caan. I'm a terrible Chicago, and I've never seen that movie. Oh, man. Obviously, it'll I know make the you story. Cry still to this I know day. the yeah. story. Yeah. yeah, it'll still make you cry because it's great actors. Mm-hmm. I mean, James Caan and, and Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get cooler than Sonny and Lando Calrissian playing two of mm-hmm. the greatest bears, right? Varsity Blues. Yeah. I mean, Varsity Blues. I was in high school when that came uh, out, so again, I was target demographic. I, I saw it. I enjoyed yeah. it. John Voight plays the perfect villain. Perfect villain. Um, you know, of course, uh, um, what, Paul Walker and uh, James, James Vanderbeek being like the quarterback. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. It's perfect. It's, it's a really fun little quirky OC of uh, One Tree Hill, 90210. It's funny how many times like Paul Walker showed up in like movies that were popular Forever. in that era. Oh, like, you know, so Varsity Fast and Blues, Furious. like what, She's the One yeah. and uh, Fast and Furious were all like right around that era. It's crazy. I mean, shout out. You know, yeah, R.I.P. to the, yeah, he's he's the man, man. We miss him. Remember the Titans? I mean, this you movie, never saw it. this is all my demo. You talk about is, uh, uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel, and I think just a great movie, great quotes, but my number one movie, Friday Night Lights. You've ever seen this one? Never seen it. It got spun off into a TV show. Yeah, which a TV I show mean, you know, was even, great. Even when you put those three words together, you yeah. think high school football, football, these memories. Billy Bob Thornton, a cast of what would be great young actors coming into Hollywood, the ending is what gets me, though, because I personally, true story, played high school sports, varsity sports my whole life. I've never won a championship. And I've played in one championship in my life was my sophomore year, and we lost to a bunch of seniors. It's the only time I ever played for a championship. So watching Friday Night Lights was more real to me than Remember the Titans, than any of these others, because it was the reality of sometimes you win and sometimes you lose, and sometimes some of these kids have a lot of pressure to go to. But, Paulie, we got to manage you. Of all the movies we've talked about, which football movie has would make you 
sit down and watch and break that cycle? Would it be a Friday Night Lights? Would I, it be Remember the Titans? Just because of how popular, like, uh, you know, everyone talks about Friday Night Lights, I'm sure it's going to be viewed at some point by me. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know what it's streaming. You know, nowadays you can't just go to the, the Blockbuster and just get it when you feel like it. You have to make sure you have that streaming service. And do you want to sign up for that streaming service just to watch one movie? So there's that. Um, I... I know you would disagree with me, but I, I've I've liked Rudy to an extent. Um, yeah, to and, an extent. And, and I think that's that's mainly because my dad's a big Notre Dame fan. And I'm not. I don't like and Notre it's Dame. Also, but I think it's like that Midwestern Catholic sure. boy part yeah. of it. But at the same time, it's like it's not like the movies. Like I think the movies overrated. I think the um, the story is not exactly how it went down. You know, the guys weren't all putting their jerseys. Which is a great scene, though. And yeah, yeah. Great but, scene, um, though. But what uh, Dan Devine would you know like when my, my dad watches like Dan Devine would never stand for this. You know, um, but, Sean Austin though. Yeah. Like who doesn't like. Love Sean Aston, yeah. dude, I love the part where it's like um, he's doing his first practice, and I think he's on the scout team, and he's just getting his butt whooped by all these dudes. And it's the uh, uh, acapella men's choir from Notre Dame singing the the victory song, or you yeah. know, like, cheer, cheer mm-hmm. for old Notre Dame. Yeah, so it's it's just really cool to see him getting his butt whooped to to that song. Um, so I mean, that's got to get mentioned. Um, you mentioned some of the ones that that I you know saw in high school, like any given Sunday, Varsity Blues. Oh, the Blind Side, though. So like. I I always thought something was really off about the Blind Side when I watched it. Like I thought it was a great story. I thought a lot of people put pressure on um, was it Michael Michael Orr Orr to to yeah. do better because of the movie and whatnot. And it's like I remember kind of the talk at the time was like, why are we making a big deal out of this guy that's barely cracking the the depth depth chart of Baltimore? For, you know, yeah, Baltimore. Like he's not going. But to. Um, then you find out after the fact that it's like the Sandra Bullock character. It's like that family was kind of exploiting Michael Orr, and that that's like recent news that and, we heard. And that that always kind of felt when it was going on. It's it's kind of felt like it was like a pat on the back for the the family taking in the guy when it's like was that even really what the story was you know and even to this point now as the story keeps developing and we're gonna see lawsuits and stuff so there's gonna be full disclosure coming out from everything how much did Michael Orr know how much did he know going into when he was 17 18 was he aware that he wasn't a full family member and they just had custody of of his certain rights how much was he involved with uh, dealing with money back and forth messed up I will say this too to your point. I don't want any hate to Tim McGraw, to Sandra Bullock, to all them. Like, they oh, yeah, were they not have part of it. They have nothing it. to yeah. do with this. The guy who played Mike Orr, you know, it, if you enjoyed the movie at the time, awesome. But it's okay for a change of opinion. But, Paulie, we're going to keep an eye on that story because that is a great template of something that you and I have talked about for a long time is people taking advantage of athletes. I, I wanted to mention one, and I don't know the name of it. Uh, maybe you can yeah. figure it out uh-huh. for me. But it's got um, – I, I saw it on TV one day, and it's like Robin Williams – um, it, it, it's like in the early '80s. Um, Robin Williams like wants to like relive the high school glory days or whatever. You know, it's like it's like he he's like watching the film of like the old team that almost won state. You know, and then he's like trying to like put the the team back together or like resurrect the memories of it. The best of times. I think so. I think it's the best of times. I, I think you're right. And but... you know who's in that? Uh, who plays his his second in that movie? Who? M. Effing Kurt Russell. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Like yeah. Kurt Russell should be and more like, football like, movies. I'm telling you, like this was years ago that I saw this on like yeah. TV, and I was like, ah, oh, I've never heard of this one. I mean, again, it goes to show that there's a lot in a football movie, and there's a lot into sports movies. I think that's why, and I think this kind of just ties it all together. Paulie is the reason why we love sports is that it is drama, that it does make for great fantasy, that it does make for great stories. Sometimes the stories that we hear in a game, sometimes we hear in in an NCAA tournament, in a women's softball game, in the Olympics, is greater than the accomplishment on the field. And I think that's why sports traditionally make great content for movies. 
Yeah, I, you know, and I, I just wanted to like close this off with there are so many football movies out there. I don't think we've seen our The Natural yet, unless you want to count Friday Night Lights. That's Ooh. always like the consensus number one. That's but I, I don't think we've seen like our number one football movie that's going to like beat everyone out for best movie of all time. Let us know on Twitter at SportsCubicleTV. And if you're watching the video version down below, has football had its version of The Natural? Has it had its version of Raging Bull? Let us know. We're on Twitter at SportsCubicleTV. For Paul Shivari, I'm Mike Mercado. Stay tuned. We got more on the SportsCubicle.